Hello and welcome back to another A3 Footy Podcast. My name is Alex Catalano and today Alex Miller, it's a very special podcast, one that we love every single year. The Brownlow episode, it's always a fun one here at A3. It's always a treat, Cat. It was an amazing camp last night, right down to the wire, which was semi-interesting. A, a shock winner and a, and a great lot of vote getters we'll get to, but the most exciting thing is Alex Doherty, the fashion expert at A3. He's uh, best and worst on. We've got some great nominations this year and um, going to be a very exciting episode indeed, Cat. Oh, I love this time of year, Doc, when you, you pull on your, pull off your sports hat and you put on your, your fashion hat. Uh, you, you'd never expect it out of Alex Doherty, but... Um, when it comes to Brownlow time, you take these things very seriously, mate. Yeah, I tell you what, I was I was I was on fire last night. My poor partners had to sit through and 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 watch me try to critique everybody's dresses as they were on the red carpet special. But oh, look, it's always a fun, always a fun segment. It's always got got some really good feedback, and looking forward to do it all again. But great to be back, Brownlow medal. What do we reckon of it, boys? I've got some real choice words about it, and uh, it's, it's not because Marcus Bonampelli got uh, didn't get up. I mean, look, fair enough. He he didn't poll votes in in games where I didn't expect him to. I didn't expect him to poll three in the game against West Coast. Um, but also players around him as well. Nick Dacos got shafted out of a lot of votes. Uh, Errol Goulden, um, Christian Petrarca probably Petrarca. had his oh, probably God. had his his best chance. Uh, you know blown away by umpires who just have no understanding about the game. Yeah, look, first and foremost, before we dive into it, uh, congratulations to Lockie Neal yes. on his second round, though. Um, only the 16th man in AFL-VFL history to do it, so well Very done. Impressive. That's an achievement. Yep. Um, but yes, Doc, definitely controversies on the night. Uh, 42 disposals and two goals doesn't get you jack shit anymore, apparently. Um, Errol would have to be very bloody unhappy with that. Um, the one that not many people are talking about, boys, that I know it didn't cost anyone the count, but um, Jesse Cameron got one vote for his game against Carlson in round two, uh, where he quite literally nearly won the game off his own boot, kicked six goals at 25 disposals and eight marks, was clearly the best player out there. Um, but it is a bit indicative of, of the, the whole count, Miller. There were some real, real strange games um, throughout the night that we looked back on and thought, well, that just doesn't seem bloody right, does it? <laughs> yes. Well, the one that blew up on social media was the Lockie Neal three votes cap for 20 touches against uh, the Giants where Charlie Cameron kicked seven goals. Josh Kelly had 41 touches and a goal, I think, and not good enough. Uh, nowhere near three votes yeah, for the 20 disposals from Chucky Neal. And Dom Sheed getting three votes in a 63-point <laughs> smashing. Oh, my God. I'd like he, to, did, um... he did go mental in that game. Oh, he was... Yeah. Nick, da- Nick Dacos had 30-plus and three goals with Cat. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know about three that. And I think as well. have gotten two at most. Daniel, fact- D- Daniel Rich got one vote in that game against GWS. How? how? <laughs> I, I think as well the fact that um, Chase and Francis was in the mix Oh, for geez. winning the thing, Cat at round twelve was bemiffing me. He was polling. He polled three votes. I think another a social media post that blew up that people have gotten around is he had thirteen touches, two score yeah. involvements, eight <laughs> clangers, eight clangers, um, four three kicks, votes, three votes. It, it is quite amusing, and I mean, it happened last year. It, it's happen. not. That, it's not that surprising to me, Doc. I mean, last year Zach Bailey against the Suns in the Q Clash kick. Six goals and had 17 touches and uh, didn't oh. get a vote. So, Oh, my God. Old habits die hard from the umpires. But <laughs> it was a very – I mean, as you mentioned, I'm with you, Doc. Petrarca, this would have been the best chance he had probably to win one. 
because of Oliver not taking away as many votes. And he couldn't poll at the end of the season, which was very, very surprising to mine. I think as well we we need to put our disclaimer. We're not knocking Lockie Neal. No. Uh, not at all. I think he's a great player, probably one of the best lines in the modern era, you know, probably since the, the, the Brisbane three-peat, really. We've seen a midfielder come in and just dominate games the way that he has. This is not, this yeah. is not an attack on Lockie Neal. He's a great player. I don't think he deserves it. I'm not going to say congratulations to him. Um, <laughs> but Oh, there it is. I'm not, but I'm not gonna. But I'm not. People seem to get this confused. We're not attacking Lockie Neal. We're attacking the system here because it's broken. We're attacking yes. umpires. I think that there needs to be something discussed as to whether this is the best way to determine what is the most prestigious award in the league. Um, I'm I'm all for a Norm Smith style voting, boys, where we get a, an independent yep. panel of, um, you know, a combination of of footy figures, people involved in the game, media people who know their stuff. How many would you have, Cat, on a, per game you'd have? I mean, look, it's four umpires now, so I'd say four max deciding yep. it. Um, that, that If that's how you want to do it, stick with that. Um, three or four for mine has to be the way to go about it because clearly the umpires have got too much on their plate um, now, boys, especially with how the amount of rules changing. There's more stuff for them to do than ever throughout a game. They, they clearly aren't in the best position to decide who the best player on the day was, so... I think it's 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 about time for it to get moved. It's interesting. Sorry, Miller. I thought it was interesting driving up to work this morning, and I was listening to SEN because I wouldn't mind, wouldn't I like to have heard the fallout from all this. And you know, Sam Edmund had a had an interesting point about you know the emergency umpire always likes to sort of watch the game and sort of comes in and has his own two cents of the thing. And that, and you know the four umpires as well probably makes things a little bit harder and. I think there was no. I think the the fallout as well from that umpire that got caught gambling, um, and and fixing results as well. That all sort of throws into the the whole account that they can't access their phones after the game, and they've got to make a, a, a split decision there. And mm. I think there's a there's got to be there's got to be a big rule change here. I think the umpires have got to. There's got to be, there's got to be a, a decision from the umpires about okay who's who's the three best players on the ground, and then they need an independent one to come in and sort of you know, go through what they saw in this. I mean, there's, this is, this is, this is a shambles. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll say it on air. This is an absolute rigging of the highest order because <laughs> I cannot fathom how many times Lockie Neal got votes that he had no business getting into. Obviously the round six game against GWS was the, the cream on top, but there were other games as well where he polled twos and ones and probably should have been handed to somebody else. But yeah, geez, this, this is a, this is a shambles. I thought last year was bad when Paddy Cripps won it after he got after he got away with it from a technicality. But this is this is almost worse. I'd say it is worse. Well, the last three haven't been great, have they, Cat? I mean, we've had Ollie Wines, um, Paddy Cripps, and now Lockie Neal. And nothing against those players, but just I think the manner that they've won them has been the, the confusing thing in some respects. And um... yeah, it is it's hard when they're all so close in votes as well. And that's why I think it needs to be more established as to how these votes are going and, and more of a process, because if they are going to all be so close, one or two games can change the trajectory of it so much, which is what we saw um, last night. So really think... Petrarca should have won, I think. Um... Petrarca or Bond, I think probably should have been the two that were, well, yeah, yeah. The, the only reason I say Petrarca, Kat, is because Bont still polled in those later rounds where the last three rounds, I don't think Petrarca got a vote. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what happened. 
which well, was strange. Um, I would have thought him and Errol would have been fighting it out in that last yeah, game. Yeah, and well, end, that was but... the thing as well. Errol, I mean, no, as, you, no. as you said, Doc, 40, 40 odd touches and two goals. Um, no, no. Singular vote. It's just cool. No votes for Petrarca in the last four rounds. Let's break it down game by game. Uh, <laughs> round 21, 27 disposals, two goals, uh, six clearances, no votes. <laughs> And Round votes. 22, 24 disposals, four clearances, two goals, no votes. <laughs> Round 23, only 22 touches, one goal, seven clearances, no votes. Okay. The last the last one, 29 disposals, <laughs> one goal, four clearances, no votes. See, And they gotta, won the damn sne- game. you got to sneak at least a vote or two in there. I mean, that is crook. That is, Jack, that's crazy. Jack Viney yeah. stole a lot of votes from him last night. Um, he did, and I mean, Viney had a bloody good year. He deserved he did, a lot of those votes. Yes. He had a good year, but come on, twenty-four votes. <laughs> he got twenty-four. Shit, he got twenty-four votes. Cat, that's twenty I mean, more he than did Dunkley. Have a bloody good season. He had a. He, uh, I don't know. That's a hard one. It's a very, very hard one. It, it was look, a good. Anyway. It was a good top ten, though, Cat. You must say. Yes. Yeah, so let's look, focus. Look. Let's focus on, on some of the positives out of the count as well, boys. Uh, we'll take a look at the top 10 here. Obviously, Neil finished first with 31. Bont second with 29. Dacos third with 28. Zach Butters and Errol Goulden equal fourth with 27. Petrarca sixth with 26. Sarong and Viney equal seventh with 24. And Noah Anderson and Paddy Cripps equal ninth with 22. Uh, the big surprise of the night, boys, was Noah Anderson, I think, polling as high as he did. Um, oh. Errol, I think uh, a lot of people sort of expected him to make a late charge. I didn't expect it to be quite that close, uh, where things went his way, he might have won the damn thing. But um, it's good to see the umps actually noticing these guys week after week, Miller, that even though they don't necessarily have the highest profile, they have had bloody good seasons. Another A3 favourite. Cat has been um, Noah Anderson, and for good reason. We've seen him come of age this year with the took injury in some respects, and it's been fantastic for his own um, personal development. I think um, Flanders should have polled more than one as well, but I loved Anderson's season, really good. Gordon as well, really good. These young guys coming through, I mean, Anderson, um, Nick Dacos and Gordon, Doc, three guys that are all going to have a chance to end the future to compete for Brownlows for years to come. Yeah, absolutely. I was very happy to see Caleb Sarong get some votes uh, towards the uh, the end of the year. I thought he had a really good year and probably the, and the runaway winner in the Doig Medal count as well. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. But you know, I think after the bye, he polled. What did he poll? He polled twenty four votes. So yeah, Jeez. seventeen of those uh, votes came after the bye. So good. he came home with, the, with a wet sail as well. Um, not sure how Paddy Cripps got twenty two votes, Miller. I, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think that, that that's another one that gets uh, that gets a bit of a gets a bit of tickle on the balls from the umpires. Uh, the for, rule. <laughs> just for just be, for just being out there. The rule is, Doc, if you win it, the next year you've got to finish sort of in the top ten. Otherwise, it uh, looks funny. So yeah, uh, yeah. Look. <laughs> um, Tim Taranto uh, Miller, he top top scored for the Tigers with nineteen. What did you see his uh, vote count? Yeah, I, I thought he was. I thought he would have got a bit more. I thought he would have at least cracked the twenty. Um, Kane Collins probably sent Gill a message saying. Uh, he's not a top 150 player, so don't give <laughs> don't him any give, more votes. Don't give him anything. Um, I thought he was definitely our best player this year. Shy Bolton got some votes, which was good. Um, Nick Martin was, was a nice one. Cat to see get votes. Yeah. I was happy happy that Marto got a good lot of recognition, and um, Zach Merritt had a strong season as well. And um, I think it was a really really nice to see. Yeah, as I said, I was really pleased to see Noah Anderson get a lot of recognition in Golden for sure. 
Yeah, guys like um, Duke Nukem and Tom Green as well, boys. Oh, Prince of, of Buon. These guys are going to be polling up into the 20s, and one of them's going to win the damn thing. Nukem especially, Doc. Once the Hawks got rolling in the second half of the year and started winning some games, he was just popping a few threes left, right, and center. <laughs> oh, geez, at least he polled the three against the, against the dogs. I mean, that would have been... It would have been a bigger outrage than the actual damn thing if he didn't if he didn't get up because I love watching him play. Um, yeah, look, he's going to be a good player, isn't he, Newcomb? I think he'll be a future Brownlow Mouse. And look, as much as we think Horn Francis had about got polled about bloody ten votes, he probably didn't deserve. I think he in the games he did play well in earlier in the year certainly shows that you know once he gets a little bit more continuity in his game, you know, builds up his tank a little bit more, um, finds that consistency, he's going to be a good player isn't he <laughs> he's yeah, definitely taken notice of him as well which is very very good for his chances in the future too um but look it was it was i thought there were a lot of high vote counts as well this year lots of players in the 20s um i feel like it felt like more miller than, than previous years it felt like a little top heavy i guess at times yeah look i, I think that the top end talent kept getting good votes um and, and repeated votes which was good and i think that it's good to see that reward in some respect, Kat. I think that we've got a lot of A-grade talent in the AFL, the, the most we've had in a long time, I think, in terms of the young group of top-end talent. There's a lot of top-end talent in general, but the young group. and um, Look, it's it's going to be really exciting again next year, but it was a great count in general. I, I still love that it was nice and close, and um, even if Chucky Neal didn't have a speech prepared, it was still, it was still great um, suspense, I suppose, in a way from Gil. Geez, you could tell he didn't have a speech prepared. I nearly fell asleep listening to it. Um, <laughs> look, I, I just wanted to mention last year's count only had seven players that cracked 20 votes, and I think we had about like 15 or so this year. And well. I suppose as well it comes across with the extra game as well because we had Gather Round as well. And, and, I, suppose, and I suppose as well the bridge between you know the top eight and the sides that were still battling for the top eight when we got to about round 20, round 21. I think that sort of goes a long way into why it was such a, you know, top-heavy vote count this year. Yeah, very true. Sure. No, all fair points, but all in all, good brother to watch. Results aside, <laughs> there's been some issues with. Dodgy, um, dodgy, dodgy. Let's get to our main event, as always, in the Brownlow episodes, boys. Doc, the oh, best yes. and worst on, on the red carpet. Now, every single year, if it's the first year listening to the Brownlow episode, Doc has absolutely scoured through uh, these <laughs> dresses and suits and whatnot um, to find the best and worst on across the <laughs> league. So up to you, Doc. What do you want to start with first? you want to start with positivity? you want to absolutely rip some of these uh, <laughs> first up? Um, what have we got here? Oh, look, we'll, we'll, we'll go on the worst ons and we'll save the best for last. I, I think that, that that's how entertainment goes, doesn't it, Kat? Um, All right, I'm keen to hear this because we, we've seen some stinkers across the night. Some of these outfits uh, probably need a little more thought to them. Um, oh, yeah, some of them are very, very ordinary. And, geez, we have some honourable mentions to get through. Uh, let's start with this one. Uh, Chad Warner uh, looks nice always, Chad. But <laughs> his partner, Alice Hughes, the, um, the purple metallic sort of get up. Uh, that just does not work. I mean, the length is very long. I'm um, actually amazed that didn't get into your, your top three vote stock. I thought it would. Oh, there, there's some there's some stinkers in the top three, Cat. Um, there's a few of them very, very lucky to miss out uh, on here. Uh, we'll move right along here. Um, Lockie Neal's partner, uh, wife, Jules. It's uh, usually very, very – usually dresses really, really well. Um, this year was a bit of a miss. Um, if you have a look at it, uh, it's, it's – a 
a few of them had these little two-bit suits, uh, dresses, and first half looks more like a, you know, it's got a little bit of a cut there. To, it's basically like a swimsuit uh, toward heading towards the bottom, but long sleeves, um, a bit of a disco ball sort of pattern there going on, and then sort of covered up lower end by like a, what, draped like a dress or, or a skirt? Or, I, don't I don't know. know what, what, I'm looking at it. I don't know what you describe that as. I'm not the fashion expert that you are. It, it looks uh, a bit like it's bloody falling off is what it looks like. Yeah, it's um, it's a, it's dangerous, isn't it? Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't work. Uh, it, just, it just does not look like it's a, it's an appealing dress. And, you know, you just have to be simple. You have to be elegant. You know, this, this is neither of them. Um We'll move, move right along now. Uh, oh, Jesus! This, this this one's a doozy. I, talk, I was telling you about this off air, Miller, but Jai Simpkin, uh, his partner Demi. Yes. Um, the first ugh, look. First of all, the turtleneck. That's not that's not a good look. That's that that's a very very ordinary look. Um, the long sleeve. A lot of it. A lot of her body is covered. Which look, you can get away with uh, with the right color. Red's a good red's a good color. Um, but the the sleeves, what's going on here? Oh, I, I don't know. Big loofers on there, dog. <laughs> loofers. I, I I was calling it to Miller. It looked like she took a pair of boxing gloves and just you know put her claws right through them. It, <laughs> I do like the color though. It's a nice strong color, but the style of the dress is just um, red. Yeah. Red's a good color, Miller. Um, yep. And you can very rarely you know, not pull it off. But this is this is a dress that just doesn't work. Yeah. Cole Langford's partner, uh, Lulu. Um, now this this is another one, Cat. This is another two piecer that just does not work. I mean, there's a it's like a latex sort of get up in the top half. Uh, yes, I don't know about this. Then there's then there's like a a dress a dress bottom, and it looks like there's like a thong coming out. Um, see through section going on there. Yeah, it, I, don't, I, don't know. Uh, I do like the style of the flowers on the on the bottom bottom half, but yeah, I, I don't know what the latex. It's a bit of a. Um, it, it's a bit of a matrix sort of outfit going there. Tom. Yeah, <laughs> get a trench coat on. Bit, 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 bit of S and M action for Kyle, I think. Um, but that's uh, I, it. Look, if the flowers. You mentioned the flowers. Flowers is a good touch. If she if she wears it, if she commits to the full thing, she gets away with this. Yes, I think oh it's, it's nice, but it just, she gets yeah. she gets away with it. But instead, she wastes it with a with a silly little top that you know. Just doesn't work. Oh my god, how did this one not make it um, into the votes? Uh, Luke Luke Parker's uh, wife Kate. Uh, oh my god, this is terrible. <laughs> it, 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 this this has nineteen sixties uh, grandmother curtains written all over it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to explain to you. The the, the collar is it, it 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 just fans out. There's too much happening with the sleeves. Um, the gown's too long. Um, the colour's not not exactly an attractive colour. What would you colour. describe that colour as, Doc, is it? It'd, just, be, it'd be frozen ice, light blue, I, I think, think. I think off um, cream cheese dip, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bit, you bit crack off in your egg and you see that, you're not going to eat it, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right there. <laughs> um, no, no. I don't know how this didn't make it into the, into the votes, but that was so, so close to getting there. Um, oh, uh, this one and this one as well. Did very lucky not to make it as well. Mark Spottenpelli, obviously, uh, his partner. Um, what's her name? <laughs> what's her, uh, I've got it in know? here. No, I've got it in here. So, I've got it in here somewhere. Uh, Neela. Yeah. Neela 
his partner Neela, um, obviously making the Brownlow debut this year because Bond's been taking his mum for most of the most of his career. Um, She's been allowed to come with him for once. That's nice. I, I, I think this is the last time he should be bringing her. Um, <laughs> it's terrible. Look, look at look at the dress. Oh, but first, of, first of all, the sleeve on the on the right on the right arm. There's just I don't know what's that what that's supposed to do. It just does not work. And secondly, the midriff. Look at the midriff. It looks like it looks like she hadn't zipped it up properly. <laughs> and oh, I don't, oh, that's like me after a, a faded um, all-you-can-eat sort of sushi <laughs> dock. I've just I've just left the uh, zip out. I've just let it go. Yeah, that, that's it. That's that's what that's what you do after a big buffet, Miller. And and also, I don't get the the two little shoulder straps here on this on the end here. That's uh, uh it's just not it. That is not it. <laughs> Um, right, well, you've teased us enough, Doc. Do we have uh, a top three? Uh, oh, just just one, just oh, a couple, one more. Couple, couple more. Patty Cripps's uh, wife, Mon, uh, very very flat uh, black dress with a couple of diamonds. That's very uh, lazy, very tacky. Um, and Rory Sloan's uh, wife, Belle, with the orange dress. It looks terrible. It meshes in with her uh, with her tan, and you know it's nice to have a tan, but you've got to have something that's a bit more appealing than orange and. One more one, uh, Harry Himmelberg's partner, Talia. That looks like she's bought about two gallons worth of toilet paper and wrapped the midriff around her, around her and a little bit around her neck. That, that's d- disgusting. <laughs> there it is. Disgusting, he oh, says. Dear. Disgusting. Oh, um, all right, we'll get to the we'll get to the worst <laughs> ons. We'll go with one vote, and uh, this one actually made the three votes last year in the best ons. Uh, so she's oh. gone. The com- oh no! Oh, no. She, she's up. Uh, Oh, she's very daring with what she wears, but this year just wasn't it. Um, Daniel Rioli's partner, Paris, uh, hard to describe what it is. It almost looks like it's half Victoria's Secret uh, lingerie model and it's other half, you know, Brownlow medal event. You know, you've got to commit to the dress. The colour is nice, but it's just not not great. It's it's a nice colour, but the top is just is has ruined it. There's too much going on there. Too much going on. Yep. Far too much. That's one vote. That's far too much. Uh Two votes. This one was front running for a lot of the lot of the uh, the night, but it goes to Darcy Moore's partner D, who's just just recently stepped out with uh, with him as well, according to Harold's son. So, you know, good on your Darcy. Good on your D. Good on your Darcy. Good on your D. That dress, though. Oh my god, that looks again. That is terrible. It's a, it's a shit color. It's a you know, there's way too much happening on the bottom half of it, um, and it's I just don't know what it is. I, I, it just looks like it's a it's a hipster's outfit. It's not a it's not a brownlow, not a brownlow dress. Oh and goodness! And, and 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 it comes as no surprise when I found out she's working at Triple J. So I think it says all <laughs> all that you need to know. Um, but the three votes. Uh, as soon as I saw this one, there was no there was no topping it. Uh, it goes to Toby Nankervis's wife Haley, and I'll, I'll get your thoughts on this too, Miller. But what I can describe is. It's a it's a black dress, a lot of you know dangling diamonds sort of hanging off it where it, where they don't need to be dangled off. No. There's, there's about four buttons that are hanging off there that look like sort of something you'd pick up in a video game. Uh, the the little shoulder paddings here that they're, they're, they're hideously bad. Uh, and look, we don't really make points for the for the purse, but that looks like a that's look something that she found in the uh, the Egyptian desert. It's, it's just like a, a <laughs> She looks like she's ready to go to the rodeo, not the. I was going to say it's a bit of a retro getup, cat. I, I, um, it's just not it. No, nah, that, that that needs to stay in retro land, Miller. It's uh, no, no good. It's uh, 
Very, yeah, it's just an ugly, ugly dress. Well, there you go. That is the worst on votes for our man, Alex Doherty. Some, yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on most of those, Doc. There, there are some absolute shockers in there. Um, oh, bloody hell. All right. Well, bring us, bring us the best. Like you said, best for last. We've got to give the compliments out where they yes, are. Yes, there we go. A- absolutely. There's some really, really lovely ones here that I've got on display. We'll start with this one. We'll start uh, with a player close to my heart, Adam Trelaw, his wife, Kimmy, uh, just a, that's a that's a great Brownlow dress. You yeah, know, loses loses some points with a little odd cuts there in in the uh, in the upper body, but gee, she still looks very good with that. That's a you know very nice you know burgundy color. I like that strong burgundy dock. I like it. Length is very, very good. good. It you know the sparkles aren't too overbearing either. It's it's just a lovely dress. Um, moving over to Andrew Brayshaw, uh, his partner Lizzie. It's you know white can be very very boring, but again. She makes it look nice, you know. It's a nice little, you know, the sparkles bit over, bit too, not too overbearing. Sorry, um, and you know, just a, just a lovely brownlow, brownlow dress. It's the, the jewelry is a good feature as well, Doc. I like, I like the necklace and the earrings. It's good. Yeah, very, very good. And <laughs> the shoes like on on top of the styling. There, <laughs> I might have been a jewelry watch this week. This yeah, <laughs> yeah. Miller's got the uh, the jewelry on, which, which is good. I like that. Yeah, there's um, some nice jewelry on on this uh, this next this next couple. Um, well, I'm I'm looking at Christian Petrarca's here. Uh, Christian Petrarca's oh, partner. God, uh, not 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 that one. Uh, not yet. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I like the bangles. Yeah, the bangles are good. Um, obviously, I'm not a big fan of the uh, the disco ball sort of pattern dress, but she looks nice in a burgundy colour. Yes, um, we're on the burgundies this year, Doc. Yeah, burgundy's very in at the moment, Cal. I, I, think, it's, I think it's a nice strong strong burgundy's good, Doc, with the actual red of the carpet. I think it's a nice yeah. contrast. Meshes well, I, I yep. think. That, very, Absolutely. very nice. Um Couple, a couple of the um, the partners who are oh, sorry, wives partners who are pregnant. Maxie Gorn with a nice Maxie Gorn's uh, wife Jess with a nice little nice little bump and nice little sparkles around yes. her dress and a nice little cut on the uh, around the leg as well, which is very yes. very nice. Very nice, very classy, very very striking. And and Toby Green's partner as well, Georgia, with the uh, with almost a full full get up with the sparkle and the nice little nice little showing of the bump as well. We love that. Um, yep, you know, I reckon stiff and only end the votes. Very stiff, not to get in the boats, uh, Toby Green, uh, Toby Green's partner, because she she was in, she was leading for for a fair bit, um, and I know this, I know you'll you'll like this one as well, um, another one very very stiff, uh, Alex Pendlebury, the wife of Scott Pendlebury, yep. um, with, you know, nice nice orange, a uh, nice little orange get up, and yep. you know, it's you know, it's not not outstanding, it's not you know too bland, it's you know, it's a nice little couple of sparkles across the dress, you know, it's it's just you know, it's simple. She's it's, a veteran of the carpet. I was as well. say, she's been doing it for fifteen years. You'd hope she'd be able to show the, uh, oh. the other ones a thing or two. She's a real get, nerd on the carpet. Gets gets it done every week. Um, now this this was this one. Oh, sorry, every year gets it done every year. Um, Nick Dacos's partner. Um, very very uh, very. Uh, pink's a very hard color to pull off, and nearly made the votes. But I think the cuts are, the cuts in the midriff there are just a, and and across the shoulder it's just uh, it just doesn't work. It just. It's just a bit all over the shop for mine. It's the colour's a, nice, though, as you said. Yeah, good. Yeah, it pulls off the pink really, really well. It's a hard colour to pull off. So, no, that well done to her. Um, I want your boys' thoughts on this because I just don't know where I see this one. But uh, Patrick Dangerfield's wife, Marty, with the uh, it, it, it's it's a blue metallic getup, which you know blue really really strikes well with me. So that's a, that's a big tick. The gown's too long, but it's but it looks nice. I it's just I can't put my finger on it. I think I don't yeah. like the velvet from him. 
I reckon it's contradicting it a bit there, Cat. I, I, I like the colours. Oh, Paddy doesn't mind a bit of me time at the Brownlow. Oh, no. Just in the Brownlow. He didn't mind a bit of me time in the prelim either, Cat. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think I'm a fan. I don't think I'd have it. Looking at the options you've put in here, Doc, I don't think it would crack my, my top three. No, either, it's not getting the votes, but it's nice. It's a no, nice I think, dress. I think I like it. I think I like it, the uh, it's metallic, a, shiny sort of look. It's a nice dress. And before we go on, one last one. Uh, Zach Butters, we know we love the mums. Uh, and I think yeah, uh, Zach, Zach's mum, Renee, just looked like a, oh, just a very classy grey gown. Very, you know, not too bold, but, you know, very, very sort of classic and vintage, which can be in if you if you wear the right colours. And I think grey certainly, certainly one that strikes out. Awesome. Very nice, yep. Zach. Good job bringing your mum. <laughs> do, do it for all the mums out there, Zach. Do it for all the mums. All right. So we're into the votes now, are we, Doc? Oh. We're into the votes. Um, starting with this person, number one. And very, very tough one to give out as well because the partner looks stunning. But Bailey Banfield's partner, Julia, it's – it's it's the definition of a perfect red dress for mine. It's uh, you know a great cut, great length. The uh, you know sort of the split towards the bottom half. It's very very nice. It's it's very even. Um, you know one slight negative, but we don't really judge them on the handbag. Uh, but I, I don't really get the the uh, the snail shell uh, <laughs> get a bit, up a bit there. of hermit crab action in there, Doc. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. But well, look. Banfield is a bit of a hermit. So, it took Ross about six years to try and get him out. Uh, <laughs> um, and also, a big fan of the really of, of the pearl choker necklace, yes, too. That, that that's looks, what I was gonna say before. I like the pearls, doc. Yeah, very, so very nice. nice. Nice little extra touch from Bailey putting in the extra effort to go the red pocket square to match his um, lovely partner. Yeah, very that, nice. That's actually a great observation, Kat. Oh, really, really well done. Um, <laughs> I tell you, the other blokes, most of these other blokes aren't going there. Um, so yeah. well, well done, Bailey. Yeah. It never goes astray. Two votes uh, goes to a former AFL coach. Um, it's not Dimmer. Uh, Dimmer's <laughs> partner looked a very, very ordinary black, which, you know, not bad, but it's not great either. It doesn't stand out. Goes to Nathan Buckley's uh, partner, Brody. Um, now, it's a, it's, a, it's a daring one. Not too sure about the little pointy ends here at the top of the dress, but it works. You know, the green. the, yeah, the, the green. The, emerald. The f- emerald green's a very, very good color to pull off Miller. And, you know, the nice nice dress as well. Maybe it's a little too long, but, gee, she looks stunning in that dress, doesn't she? We're loving yep. the, the dark colors this year, Doc. Yep. They're yep. All, all, up in your, all up in your high votes here. Yeah, look, it's in season at the moment, Kat, <laughs> the, uh, the dark colors. But... Unfortunately for you, the three votes is not a dark coloured dress. Oh, no. Uh, it, oh, no. Um, <laughs> it goes to Josh Dacos's partner, Annalise, with the nice little light blue get up and sort of a little bit of a see through action. But, geez, it just, it's so stunning. You yeah. know, it's. It's it's not it's not an overbearing dress, so it's not like you can see through her her, her dress. But it's a really good blend of of blue and and um and and skin color for mine. It's a it's 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 a difficult dress, but she makes it look nice. And geez, Josh Dacos is a handsome chap, isn't he? I mean, he is a he's a great looking fella. So oh, I, I want to know, boys, what's the uh, just on the, the the men's side of it? Um, lots of bow ties going on at the moment. Um, do all these boys not know how to tie their own ties? <laughs> is, that, is that what's going on here? I was going to say that's the only reason why. Yeah, they don't know how to tie. 
No, look, I must say, I must say, cat bow ties are, are much, much, much more in than than just your standard tie, particularly at a Brownlow night. You got to look dashing, and the bow ties are are definitely it for mine. Oh, look for, oh very good, Doc. Very good votes there. Uh, uh, I also missed out on one special uh, nomination for the worst ons, but Caitlin Miller, if you got to tell me, uh, this is t- this is Tim Kelly's wife too. If you're going to tell me that's a that's an acceptable dress to wear, it's you know a very ugly yellow color with a undoable sort of top half. That's doing too much for mine. Yeah, that's what's, a, what's going on there on top? A bit, a bit of spag bowl up on on the top of the dress. Looks like spag bowl and child's vomit on the top half of that dress. Uh, wow, we. Anyway. That's good as always, Doc. That's even better than always. That, that's fantastic from you. Love very, it. very good, Doc. Um, we've got a nomination for Best on the Sources. I'm not sure who actually put Did you put this nomination in here? Now? Yeah, well, there's only one man that could win it, boys, and it's Ed Kerr now. I mean, he, oh. he, he was slosh on Prees. He was absolutely going when he rocked up. He had no, no uh, time. The time was undone. Sure, uh, was, was, <laughs> was basically half off already. He was, he was gone by halfway through the year. But I must say as well, Miller, Dan Houston, very, very unlucky yes. with the <laughs> with the uh, the drinking prowess that that's he possessed. Over the, you know, geez, that's a, it's a hard, it's hard to do that one. I've tried doing that many a times, and I'm sure you have too, Alex Miller. Yeah. <laughs> it was like cordial for him. It was just a piss take for Dan. But uh, no, Ed's got to win it. The the, fr- the scrubby hair and knowing that he'll never pile again, well, ever in general, um, probably got him pissed enough to get through the night. But I reckon, yeah. I reckon, I reckon Gil's close too. I mean, he was like, yeah, towards the end of it, he was just like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gil's, Gil's last brown though as well, reading it out. So I think he might have been having a uh, little bit of Might have had an extra couple. <laughs> yeah, extra couple of couplers up there. Yeah, what's, can, what's funny can... as well, boys, watching uh, watching some of the players stop drinking as they, they thought they might be a chance to win. I thought Petrarca maybe at the start of the night thought he wasn't going to get close and then yep. as he kept going, I saw him putting his beer down and saying, hang on, hang on, I'll leave yeah, it for I'm a couple minutes. Yeah, he was, uh, <laughs> he was up at the bed early. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, he settled in. Settled in on track. It's always a good event. We love it at the, the Brown. Uh, good, good nominations. That's, but, yeah, deserving winner, Ed Kerner for best on the piss. Ripper Dipper. Tell you what, some of our chats throughout the night, Miller, would be very lucky not to make best on the piss. <laughs> Thank God that they. Uh, we, we, we can't. We can't read them back we, on the. We will not. Uh, we will not delve into that pond because it will, it will drown. Um, but yes, yes, it was very, very good from on the piss. Well done, Ed Kernow. Now we'll just quickly run through the top vote getters from each club, boys, as well. We spoke a little bit about them before. Um, but the Crows, twenty votes for Jordan Dawson and Rory Laird. Great to see them both getting up there. Oh, the Lucky desk. Neil. The desk man, Lockie Neal, obviously 31 for Brisbane, but Joe Danaher's second place with 12 for them. Uh, Paddy Cripps, 22 for Carlton. Nick Dacos, 28 for the Pies. Zachy Merritt, 17 for the Bombers. Caleb Sorong, 24 for Frio. Jeremy Cameron, 13 for the Cats. Noah Anderson, we love him, 22 for the Suns. Toby Green, 20 for the Giants. Jai Newcomb, 18 for the Hawks. Track, 26 for the Ds. LDU, great to see, boys. He polled a few early. Um, but got, ended up only with a thirteen. When such a players. such a shame he got injured halfway through the year. Uh, oh. He could be a, he could be a Brownlow Smoky next year if he stays fit. He uh, could. LDU. He could. I don't mind that call. Um, Zachy Butters twenty seven. Rosie as well. Shout out twenty one for him. Nineteen for Timmy Taranto. Twenty one for Jackson Clare for the Saints. Twenty seven for Errol for Sydney. Eleven for Tim Kelly for West Coast. Lol. Uh, and the Bonds twenty nine for the Dogs overall. I'd, I'd actually love to give Will Ashcroft a shout-out as well. Ten votes yeah. for him, third, third best for the Lions. Uh, you know, particularly two, three voters uh, at the start of the year. Start of the year, you know, he had that three-voter against uh, 
Who did they play round two? Um, three votes in round two, three votes in uh, in round seven. So, yeah, geez, I tell you what, three this is two against the D's, Doc. So no, no light, um, light votes there. Also, Chad Warner and Brad Crouch, boys, both getting eighteen, which is fantastic to see. Two players. Yeah, good. To see. Crouch had a great year, and I'm glad yeah. he was recognised um, for that. Ripper season. Ripper. Yeah, yeah. Geez, I tell you what, Jack McRae didn't get a vote last night. No, Jeez. well, uh, he's well, been Bevo playing hates him, forward. so I guess the young's hate him too now, Doc. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's what happens if you don't play midfield, Bevo. Uh, <laughs> you, don't play, you, you don't play well. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, well, look, I think that's going to be about all from us on this Brownlow episode. Thank you for listening once again. Uh, make sure you follow us across all our socials, A3Footy Podcast, Facebook and Instagram, at A3Footy on Twitter, and we have our email as well, A3Footy at gmail.com. Doc, your best and worst songs. Absolutely fabulous once again this year. I can't believe we've got to wait another bloody 12 months for it again because that is some of the best stuff we get every single season. Well, you won't be waiting 12 months, Cap. We've still got the women's uh, awards. Oh, yes. we've still got the W awards too? Oh, I'm very keen for that. That's going to be... Oh, uh, there's going to be a few in the firing line, I think, after last year. If we see sneakers again at the, at the W awards, Doc, I'm going to go off my head. Yeah, I tell you what. If any any W players come out, come out with dresses and sneakers, I'm I'm automatically coming out for you. Um, you <laughs> you're are, on the you're on the shit list straight away. You, you are on toast. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, with all that said, I've been Alex Catalano. I've been Alex Miller, and I've been Alex Stockerty. Stick with us. Huge grand final preview coming up as oh, well this massive. week. We cannot wait to get stuck into that when the teams come out. Uh, well, go Errol. <laughs> And go rigged Brownlow. Uh, well done, Chad Warner. <laughs> <laughs>